something a little different today, something special from down under, not over across the water, but down under the Americas. I have the divine Devin Ford. She says she's from L.A. to L.A., but L.A. means lower Alabama, and she came on out to Los Angeles. Now, this young lady, she's multi-talented. She is a filmmaker. She's a photographer. She is a... Boop, 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 boop. See, that was a message from the heavens. But she she is so well-rounded. She, she's an activist uh, here in Los Angeles and, and around the country. Uh, she graduated from Brooks Institute of Photography in Santa Barbara. She's also on the West Hollywood Chamber of Commerce. She's a board of director of the National Women's Political Caucus in West L.A. She's a board coordinator and co-liaison to women's groups uh, she's with the West Hollywood Women's Leadership Conference. She's on the steering committee and the Ebel Wilshire Women's Club member. I could go on and on about this young lady, but I want her to tell you all about herself. How are you doing today, Ms. Devin Ford? I'm doing fabulous. Thank you for having me in. Oh, it's so good. I'm so excited, you know, because we've been wanting to do this for a while, and here we are. I know. Who says that drinking beer doesn't pay off? <laughs> I know. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a great story. We were eating at Hamburger Mary's. Yes, we were. In uh, West Hollywood one day. And my friend and I, we were just sitting and talking. And there was this couple, guy and a girl, sitting next to us. And we just started talking about things and having a good time and laughing. And, and it wasn't about anything, but it was a, it was a, like a kindred spirit moment. We just connected. And it was just fun. And we talked for hours. And... I didn't see you anymore for a while. And I was like, where is she? And I found you on Facebook. And I was Facebook so happy. Facebook good for that kind Isn't of thing. Isn't it? Isn't it? it? From is. beer to Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> Here we are. So tell me. I mean, I know you, you do so many things. But let's go back. Alabama. As a young lady. How was that? Uh, Alabama as a young lady was a little tough for me. It was. Um, I love it. It's one of the most soulful places, I think, well, really, the most soulful place in America, mm-hmm. the South, and we produce some pretty talented artists, but uh, the South is also very traditional. Mm-hmm. Uh, women's roles aren't as uh, inclusive and maybe as expansive as the opportunities offered for women in L.A., mm-hmm. and it's pretty religious, steeped in religion, and not that I'm not religious, or not that I'm not uh, <laughs> spiritual, <laughs> but I'm not religious. Clear that up. But, uh, <laughs> But I like the uh, I like the freedom allowed for all of my strange ways in Los Angeles. So. Mm, that's a nice way to put it. Yeah. So. And um, okay, as a young lady, um, when did you first your passion for the photography side? That's when you when you were young. That's when you got that itch. Huh? Yeah, um, I was a book nerd. I've always been kind of a nerd, so I mm. read a lot and wanted to create create art. Um, mm. And then my mother came home and was doing a photography class. I started helping her with that Mm -hmm. and just started from then on always wanted to have a camera in my hand i was a nerd and you know that was the yearbook photographer in school okay did you ever (laughs) catch any uncompromising positions unfortunately no darn (laughs) 
I like this. <laughs> but I still have my hopes up. You okay. Know. <laughs> it's always, there's always room, right? Leave it alone. And um, now, what about your family life? Do you have brothers and sisters? Um, I have one older sister. Mm-hmm. I'm the baby. And okay. she has a little girl, which mm-hmm. has taken the pressure off of me. Okay. That way I don't have to have kids if I don't want to. <laughs> All right. You just be Auntie Devin. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Kim. <laughs> So, and um, do you and your sister get along really well? Oh, know, my sister is my best friend. She's, She's best the friend. only person on the planet that I do not have a one secret from. Uh, she knows everything about me. Um, you know, and I'm close to my parents, too. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I do have secrets from them, but, mm-hmm. you know, they don't want to know yes. everything. You, you don't want to know everything about them either. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, no, that's right. So, <laughs> what does your sister do? Uh, my sister do? works in uh, in cosmetics and mm-hmm. uh, works for a department store, and she's also, she's kind of figuring out her path right now. She just graduated with a degree in philosophy and mm-hmm. history, and mm-hmm. so she's deciding what she wants to do, but she's, a, you know, Pretty amazing lady. We are probably the two most liberal people in our hometown. You know? <laughs> so you have a very intelligent family, very educated. We do. We yeah. do. Uh, my parents, from the time I was little, you know, they encouraged me to read. My mom took me to the library every week. I could only have toys, you know, at Christmas, but she mm-hmm. would spend as much money as I wanted on books. You know, I could, nice. she never said no about a book. Nice. So my parents made sure, you know, what that. What was one of your favorite books as a kid? Do you remember? Uh, probably the C.S. Lewis Chronicles of Narnia series. I'm kind of uh, anything with magical powers or mm. sci-fi things. A lot of murder mysteries. I loved Nancy Drew. Mm. I love things where um, I guess I was a feminist from a young age too because I've always liked anything where with strong women. So you like Wonder Woman too. Oh, I'm obsessed with <laughs> Wonder Woman. Well, we'll get to that a little bit later. That's juicy. So um, I made Devin my guest DJ today. And um, coming into this set, we heard Southern Girl by Eric Badu. Yeah, if you want to understand a Southern lady, listen to that song. It is <laughs> She completely captured Southern culture. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And I'd love for you to introduce our next tune. Uh, it's going to be, this one is for you, Miss Venus. You guys will all find out who Miss Venus is in just a bit. But this is Fern Kinney, who's actually from Jackson, Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And uh, together we are beautiful. All right, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy. Together we are beautiful. He walked into my life. And now he's taking over And it's beautiful Mm. Yes, it's beautiful I've gone with better looking guys He's gone with prettier looking girls But now we're beautiful I think we're beautiful And now we've made a rainbow 
it's beautiful It's really beautiful I don't need love affairs anymore I don't need love affairs anymore Can't you see It's the chemistry You really must agree together We are beautiful We are so beautiful experience with me, your host, Captain DJ, Uncle Earl on the radio. You still hanging with me? I hope you are, because we got some good things coming up for you. Now, I have my special guest, the divine Miss Devin Ford here, and um, back in the day, she was not suited for the small town life. You know, she decided that her artistic and intellectual pursuits while growing up, she needed to get out of there and expand her horizons. Isn't that correct? That is right. <laughs> yeah. So tell me a little bit about Alabama at that time, right before your move, before your exodus. I just, you know, I mean, and I don't want people to get the feeling that it's not a great place. I'll always love it. Mm. My soul will always be there. Um, but I just kind of felt like an outcast. I'm mm. extremely liberal, uh, at least socially. And, you know, so I just was in a rut. You know, I was bartending at a local bar. Mm-hmm. And it, I knew that wasn't what I wanted to do with my life, but I just didn't know what it was. And I knew I didn't want to be a nurse or a teacher, which is what most women in my hometown do. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And I just recently uh, made my first gay friends, uh-huh. which was kind of a transformative thing. And my friend invited me down to this drag show. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and it wasn't drag racing. No, it wasn't drag racing. <laughs> I've been to those, too. I know, that's right. <laughs> But, uh, but, yeah, drag. So we do have gay people in Alabama. And, Go uh, figure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, out came this uh, big black drag queen, and she's almost seven feet tall with her heels and her wigs on, mm. you know, and put on a show that just mesmerized me. And I loved how comfortable she was in her own skin. Mm-hmm. She was just completely confident, and she was having a good time. Wow. And I thought, wow, like, you know, she's – you know, this is her career. Mm-hmm. Her career is being happy. Right. You know, this is this is her life. And making people happy. And making people happy. So I decided I should do what made me happy. So I, you know, decided to go back to school and become a photographer and mm. an artist just from seeing, you know, one person mm. doing, living their dream, doing what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Because that wasn't so much... Um, this, because the South is so traditional, mm-hmm. often people are doing what they're doing out of duty or because that's the path, which is very admirable. There's nothing wrong but there's with that. A, there's a mold. Yeah. There, <laughs> there's I a mean, mold. I mean, not on the floor and on the yeah. wall, but <laughs> <laughs> there's a mold. Oh, my God. No, but it, people get set in ways. I mean, and then the parent, it, it tradition, basically. Yeah, tradition. And that. I wanted to travel and mm-hmm. see the world and... Uh, meet different kinds of people and explore other religions Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. um you know that just wasn't really what was being offered to me as an option there Mm -hmm. so So. you've certainly done that now was was coming to la your first trip out of alabama did you go other places before i moved first and it felt like a really big move at the time but at first i moved from mobile alabama to pensacola florida wow okay (laughs) but pensacola's nice it's pretty (laughs) right beautiful but it's an hour and a half away you know? <laughs> like i'm going on the road mama <laughs> yes like wow city life but i thought i could test it out you mm-hmm, know and mm-hmm. see there was a really good it was close enough you could run back just in case something I happened could right run back. My, si- my sister lived in pensacola okay. and it had a really good photography program and yes. there's a pensacola junior college has really nice photography program and i thought well i can find out if i'm actually good enough to make it Mm. before i made a big move Mm -hmm. so i decided to make a little move first nice so nice but then i realized they all you know i was still in the south right and you're like okay i need some action (laughs) so (laughs) So you hightail it over to la now now did someone talk to you about going to la did you decide i'm going to la i mean how did that happen um, I actually, I had some male instructors who weren't very encouraging to female students. Mm-hmm. Same song and dance that most women have to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, and one day, this painting teacher, her name is Susan Myers, mm-hmm. uh, wandered into the dark room and started looking at what I was doing and asking me about what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And would talk to me about my work and tell me what was good and what wasn't good and what I wanted to do with my life. And so, eventually... Um, you know, she said, well, what are you going to do about it? If this is what you want to do, then what are you going to do? So I said, oh, well, I guess I'm going to move. <laughs> so I, uh, I moved to Santa Barbara and All started right. going to Brooks. But it was because that lady challenged me. All right. So, so yeah. and then you made it out here. Yeah. So now, now what was here. your first day like? Were you just like, oh, was it like Wonderland or were you nervous? No, I, I hated it. You hated it? <laughs> oh, okay. Tell us about that. Lay on my couch. 
um, the first day, actually, I first moved out here with a with a boyfriend, and I bet the trip was so oh, fun okay. for him because the first day I just sobbed in the U-Haul. I was like, "What have I done?" <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so we uh, we got out here and seeing you know I I still like Santa Barbara. It's a great place. I did not enjoy living there. To me, it's like a weekend place. Mm-hmm. It's not a place that mm-hmm. that I enjoyed living. But it was a great place to go to school and via Santa Barbara, mm-hmm. I discovered Los Angeles, which oh. I think is an amazing place to live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Nice. All right. Well, wow. Okay, we've got so much more to talk about. We got to we got to tap back into Ms. Venus. She's mm-hmm. an interesting person that's going to be coming to the underground experience at some point, hopefully in the near future. But um, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, I made Devin my guest DJ today, and she bought me a list of goodies, Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> and now we're going to hear from one of my favorite people, Miss Big Mama Thornton with Hound Dog. Yeah. and spells are made to be broken. Uh, I'm having a moment right now. 
At the beginning of this interview, Devin whipped out her laptop, pushed the start button, loaded up a file of this enormously beautiful, talented, seven-foot-tall, transgender drag queen named Venus. What a sight for sore eyes. And then you have Devin. Beautiful, talented, dwarfic. <laughs> I'm sorry. I did, see. I was trying to paint a picture. I messed it up. Dog. See, I I didn't mean to make you sit. No, she's just a petite, so tiny mama, you know. And she's with this seven foot tall woman named Venus. Now, how? I know you saw her show before you left Alabama, and it kind of sparked your inspiration. But how did you reconnect? Well. um, I started going to her show. So once I moved back, I wanted to photograph her, but I was a little scared because, um, you know, like I said, I'm five one, and with Venus's wigs and heels, she's over seven feet tall, right. and she's just this, you know, presence. Yes. You know, so I was oh, yeah. scared. Yeah, you know, a little scared. Mm-hmm. Um, so finally, one night after coming down for weeks, I walked up to Miss Venus and I said. Oh, Miss Venus, um, I just wanted to tell you I love your wig. And she, she said, well, baby, thanks, but maybe I wanted people to think this was my real hair. <laughs> <laughs> and I ran away. But I came back, and Miss Venus always, uh, she went out of her way for me and really, before ever seeing any of my work, agreed to let me start mm. photographing her. Um, so I would go back periodically through the years and take photos of her here and there always mm-hmm. keeping in mind that when the right moment struck i wanted to do a book about her wow um so we've created a friendship mm. via nice. that nice. ladies and gentlemen we're coming to the close of our first portion of this interview but if you'd like to hear more please do come back after station identification i'll see you soon this is uncle earl go grab a snack wet your whistle Ciao. I put a spell on you. Finally, one night after coming down for weeks, I walked up to Miss Venus and I said, 
Oh, Miss Venus, um, I just wanted to tell you I love your wig. And she, she said, well, baby, thanks, but maybe I wanted people to think this was my real hair. <laughs> and I ran away. But I came back, and Miss Venus always, uh, she went out of her way for me and really, before ever seeing any of my work, agreed to let me start photographing her. Um, so I would go back periodically through the years and take photos of her here and there, always mm-hmm. keeping in mind that when the right moment struck, I wanted to do a book about her. Wow. Um, so we've created a friendship mm-hmm. via nice. that. Nice. But when we, when we had lunch one day, you would tell me about some stories about her, you know, about how she grew up. And um, it wasn't really nice. Well, Miss, uh, so through the, uh, the course of this, we started mm. doing a documentary, and mm-hmm. uh, during the interviews, Miss Venus was telling us about growing up on a riverboat, mm. and at that time, she identified as a gay man, but of course, deeply in the closet. Miss Venus is 52. Mm-hmm. She grew up in Memphis, Tennessee, mm-hmm. um, and she is black, so during that time, uh, the only thing I'm sure scarier than being a black man maybe was being a black gay man. I'm sure, yeah. So Venus got a job on a riverboat, and she was the only black man on the boat, and they were throwing her in the water every day and just terrorizing her, she mm. said, um, because she was black. But the thing that's so amazing about her, the thing that's so inspiring about her, is she didn't get angry she kept treating those people with love, and eventually, she said they all became like her family and her dear friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that takes a lot of character yeah. when people are targeting you and torturing you to keep treating them with love, and that's how she's lived her whole life because yeah. she's had to deal with that being a transgender performer, you know, in and Alabama. And no support from family as well, just really out there alone. Yeah, well, um, she said, you know, her family does... Uh, no, you know, knows. Yeah, but I mean, but back in the day, I'm sure they weren't very supportive yeah. back then. Yeah, she had to stay, um, she stayed yeah. in the closet for a long mm-hmm. time, and she didn't mm-hmm. actually start doing uh, drag until about 20 years ago. Okay. So that means, you know, she spent most of her life wanting to be out, wanting to do this, not mm-hmm. feeling comfortable. I think probably not feeling safe also. Yeah. Well, well, that speaks volumes because, you know, there, there, there's so many people today even still living that way. And, you know, we've come a long way, but we're still not as far advanced as we should because we've been having a lot of recent, you know, violence against young young people taking their own lives because they have to hold it in, you know, or being teased and taunted by... Well, young people taking their yeah. own lives because people are telling them that God hates them. And make no mistake, the message that, you know, you... Uh, God loves you, but you can't be gay is telling gay people that God hates them. And mm-hmm. if you don't think that that makes kids kill themselves, then you're crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and we do have a lot of that. And then there's a peer home. pressure, too. And yeah. peer pressure. Uh, you know, I have a friend from back home, and uh, God bless his heart, he came out in high school. He went to one of the most redneck high schools that mm-hmm. I know of, and he got beat up every day and would never say he was not gay. Mm-hmm. That, to me, I think he's one of the bravest people I've ever met. Mm. You know, I mean, that takes some character. Because I know if, you know, if I was gay and people were beating me up, I would lie and say I wasn't. You know, I would be mm-hmm, terrified. Mm-hmm. So I think... Is, are you still friends with him? I am. You are. Yeah. He's yeah. doing fine? 
He's doing great now. Good. He's actually the person who invited me to come and see Miss Venus's show. Oh, so. What's his name? Let's give him some love. Uh, his name is Chris Cooper, and he's also a DJ, DJ Chromatic. He's oh, a very right. talented DJ in Mobile, Alabama. Hey, hey, so, hey, Chris. How you doing? So, Chris, you are one of my heroes. <laughs> All right. Nice, nice. <laughs> and Miss Venus is one of my heroes. Great, so. great. Wow. So now you have this documentary. This is exciting. And it's um, you're, it's in the making, I know, and you're working on it. And um, what what is your main objective with doing this? Uh, my main objective is, you know, first of all, if we could change one person's heart. When I was growing up, I thought that all gay people went to hell because that's what my preacher told me. Um, I thought that, you know, it was a sin. Mm-hmm. And then what happened to me is I met my first gay person, mm-hmm. and they had a conversation with me about it. Mm-hmm. And that conversation changed my whole perspective, and I realized that he was born that way Mm -hmm. and that, of course, God's not going to make someone a certain way and then punish them for that. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think if it could just start a conversation. Miss Venus is a crossover excuse me, celebrity in our hometown. She's been on the cover of the local independent newspaper. She had a radio show back home. Um, that's not something that transgender people in the South get. So Mm -hmm. I think that Venus will be able to get people to watch it that wouldn't Mm -hmm. normally watch it. Mm -hmm. And I think it'll highlight, you know, some of the talent that we have in the South, all of the music that you're playing today during the Mm -hmm. interview, Mm -hmm. those are all Southern black women. You Mm -hmm. know, people forget about the talent. Mm -hmm. Strong black women. Strong black women, yeah. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) So, um, and Venus is a strong black woman. And so I want people to realize, you know, uh, some some real talent comes out of the South. So mm-hmm. you'll see when you see her in the film. She's yeah. incredible. Yeah, and some of the women she impersonates, it's like uh, she said she does Grace Jones, she does Shirley Bassey. Uh, Pearl Ma- Bailey. Mahalia Jackson. Yeah. And Tina Turner. And Tina Turner, yeah. Yeah, and you happen to bring in one of those tracks for me. <laughs> I did. So ladies and gentlemen, let's do a little salute to Miss Venus with a little taste of Proud Mary by Tina Turner. Check it out. Every now and then, I think you might like to hear something from us. Nice and easy. But there's just one thing, you see. We never, ever do nothing nice and easy. We always do it nice and rough. And we're going to take the beginning of this song and do it easy. But then we're going to do the finish. Rough. The way we do proud Mary. story now. Left a good job in the city. Working for the man every night and day. And I never lost one minute of sleep. And I was worrying about the way the thing might have been. Big wind keep on turning. Ooh, the proud Mary keep on Side of the 
Devin Ford, photographer, filmmaker, activist, and all-around good gal. How you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah, you're still hanging in there with me? <laughs> I'm hanging in there. Yes, well, I want the people to know, I mean, we've talked about everything, but you do so many things, and I want to talk about your activism side, because you, you're a staple in this community, you're doing lots of things, you're with the West Hollywood Chamber of Commerce, like we stated, the Women's Political Caucuses, I mean, just lay it down for the folks, please. How did you... How, what did you start with? What was the beginning of your getting into the you know the activism? Uh, the life? beginning was really coming to Los Angeles and all the amazing women that I kept meeting. I kept meeting these ladies who had dedicated their lives to making the world a better place. And mm. being from the South and um, you know growing up with racism is a big issue, and then you know gay rights that's a huge issue. I just feel like human rights. Mm. No one should ever be made to feel bad in America. And I just kept me- meeting all these wonderful women who were doing something about it. Mm. So, and they were challenging me to do something about it. So, I started just getting involved. I, I joined the West Hollywood Chamber of Commerce, and I actually met a lot of the women mm-hmm. through that. Right. Um, a woman, Nadia Sutton, who has a nonprofit, Paul's LA, who will pay for your pet if you have HIV or cancer. Wow. They'll come walk your dog and. Is that her? That, <laughs> it might have been mom. You know, she likes Hi, to check mom. up on me. Hey, mama, I can't talk to you right now. I'm working. But <laughs> Sorry about that, no Nadia. Worries. Um, but and then the National Women's Political Caucus, because, uh, you know, 17% of women or there 17% of the elected or appointed positions are filled by women and mm-hmm. 51% of the population is women. Mm-hmm. So we need to make sure we get more women in office, more minorities in office mm-hmm. or deeply. Um, and they've been brainwashed not to believe that they're important. Not to believe they're important. I didn't even think running for office would be an option for me in mm-hmm. the South. And I've had multiple people ask me to run for office here. I never, ever, ever would. But mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's a possibility here, and I love that. So mm-hmm. um, I'm actually just joined the campaign of Tori Osborne, an activist. She's, uh, you know, these women fought, 
have been fighting for my rights for the last 40 years so mm-hmm. that, you know, that I will have the right to choose and mm-hmm. I have, the, you know, the right to vote and all of these great things mm-hmm. that, you know, equal pay for equal work, hopefully one day. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and you work closely with Equality California as well, don't you? Uh, At times, I mean, you... Not so much Equality California, but I just hosted a fundraiser for the LA Gay and Lesbian Center. Okay. okay. Um, that was, a, we premiered some of the images that I've been doing in Miss Venus and Miss Venus Flew in right, Town. And, right, That was so. at U.S. Bank. At U.S. Bank, yes. yes. So mm-hmm. um, there's just been, you know, a lot of local stuff. And mm-hmm. we're going to try to actually, from our documentary in the book, I'm, we're going to donate a portion of the proceeds to try to start a gay and lesbian center in our own town. Oh. So. Wow. Always starts with one person. Nice. Look at you. Miss Venus can be the shining example. Okay. Look at you. (laughs) Making things happen. I love it. That is so wonderful. Um, Wow. Do you go back home and um, talk to young people about what you're doing ever? Have you done that? You know, no. And I've been thinking about that a lot lately. I haven't been doing that. And I'm thinking about maybe going and spending a few months Mm. down south and trying to start some things there because you know that's what happened to me somebody mm. talked to me about yeah because you know it's it's the reason why i say i didn't mean to put you like on the spot or anything but i always think about that because a lot of young people don't get to hear firsthand about things they hear on the internet they see it on television but someone who really lived that life who came from where they're from you know being in a confined controlled environment and then blossoming out you know and and it that would be beautiful, I think. Yeah, and some people, you know, you know my parents really uh, encouraged me, and mm. so not everyone has that. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up going to church, but as a teenager, we stopped going. We didn't go anymore. My, You know, we pray and we do our own private thing, but we stopped. Mm-hmm. You know, so I had parents that encouraged me and gave me lots of books to read, you know, and said, get out there and, mm. you know, see the world. And they don't bother me about <laughs> not being married or anything like that. <laughs> You've got so. children all around. You got me a chair. Yeah, so it's just so, aunts and uncles. Yes, yes. So is there anything that we haven't touched on that you'd love the listeners to know about you or what you're doing? Anything? Uh, you know, I would just like to tell them about a story about Miss Venus, if that's okay. Sure. Um, the first, uh, and this will make, help you understand why I love her so much, mm-hmm. the very first photo shoot I did with her, we were going to go out to this abandoned road um, where it's on the Bayway. It's, you know... So the hurricane had just come through and wiped everything out, and it looked really cool mm. for a photo shoot. So mm-hmm. my mom said, well, be really careful. You know, Alabama is a lot more progressive than people think it is. But still, we do have the occasional raving redneck. So my mom said, be careful. So I took my sister's boyfriend as our bodyguard, mm-hmm. and we went down there. And when I picked, is he big as Venus? No, no, he's no. tiny. It's hilarious. He's <laughs> tiny and he's the bodyguard. But Venus had on all leather, and she had a big leather collar, spiked collar, and she had a whip. And um, we were out there shooting, and this truck pulled up with mm-hmm. a couple of rednecks in it. Oh and they were evil on us a little bit, and I mm. thought they were about to get out of the car. So I said, Miss Venus, come on, let's go. Let's right. get back in the car. 
And she said, no, no, baby, I'll take care of this. And she took her whip and whipped it in the air and popped it. Um, <laughs> that car, I've never seen anybody <laughs> snap a whip like that. And that car left the biggest dust cloud getting out of there. And we just continued on with our <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Okay. I, she can take uh, care of herself. I, I see the power of Wonder Woman. <laughs> well, wow, Devin, this has been so much fun. But I've had a great Being time. here with you today, and there's much more. You know, we're working on some things together for the future, and we'll you'll hear about that later on. But um, I thank you so much for being you and thank doing you. what you do. And more power and blessings to you. Thank you, and blessings to you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been a spotlight moment with my special guest, Miss Devin Ford. And um, there'll be more. Come right back after this. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Underground Experience with me, your host, Captain and DJ, Uncle Earl. That was a wonderful time I had with uh, Miss Devin Ford. And um, I just wanted to discuss something that really, you know, has been coming up in the forefront. You know, we're speaking about issues about sexuality and what's going on in the world with Occupy Industry and, you know, expression and people having rights, human rights and freedoms. Um, recently, I was um, approached because of my open door policy with talking about issues or presenting topics and dealing with controversial things. I, all I want to say is that myself, Lacey Daryl Phillips, AKA uncle Earl here at the underground experience and ultimate underground project is in no shape, form or fashion against any body or anything. I'm just an information highway. I like to present issues and discuss them, talk about them, or give you something, lay it down, and make it thought-provoking and start a conversation amongst people because we've gotten so into oneness and ourselves that we don't really deal with things anymore. So I just want to say that, you know, it's all about love here. It's all about caring, sharing, and just opening doors and starting a dialogue. Um, I'd like to bring something to you again on the uh, entertainment tip. This is going to be a little snippet preview of something to come, but there's a young man by the name of Mr. Malachi Cohen. He is a young artist, writer, singer, actor, dancer, and his mother's Rena Phillips, who is a good friend of mine uh, from New York. She was an actress and dancer, and his father is an um, award-winning performer, Mr. Oba Babatunde, and I have him in the studio a few weeks back, and... <sighs> Yes, Uncle Earl's fallible. He lost the tape, but I found it. So I'm going to give you a little preview today, and then I'll be bringing the full, full show in the weeks to come. But ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Mr. Malachi Cohen. Enjoy. Kiss had your eyes wide open. Why were they open? 
gentlemen sadly that brings us to the end of this episode of the underground experience but thank you for joining me today but in closing i'd like to uh share another artist with you like i said i will be bringing more of malachi in another show but i just want to give you a little teaser and here's another little teaser gentleman by the name of pele boy i met his manager howard stein of rad entertainment on the net you know i'm always out there and he sam uh his name is sam kizzy he's a gemini and he's from michigan he's half italian and half chaldean 
Okay, he was named after the Brazilian soccer player, and he has been performing most of his life in the Detroit area. He's a part of the Detroit Underground, and um, he has participated on Suge Knight's reality show about the new record label, and Pele released a couple of mixtapes hosted by Black Wall Street's DJ SB. Um, he currently releases a new album, The Game's Missing Element, featuring Swifty McVeigh from D12, uh, Royce the 59 and more. And he has a new release that he just um, put out in October. And um, you'll be hearing a lot from him. But I just want to give you a little taste. The, the album that they just put out is called Partners in Crime. But here is Pele Boy with I Am Not Racist. I want you all to have a wonderful day, night, evening, dawn, dusk, whatever you have just happened. Ladies and gentlemen, be good to each other, love yourselves, love your environment. We only have one. Peace and love. Here is Pele Boy with I Am Not Racist. Hey, yo, Jovian. You know it's only right if we hit him with a Jovian no, no, no. Let's get it cracking. This is for all the beautiful girls. Talking girls all over the world. Hit him with that iron racist Jovian remix. First, I'ma start with my chicks from the Middle East. They act rude, but I know that they little freaks. They yelling, boy, Habibi, when we in the sheets. And I got them hitting high notes like they singing to me. Don't trip, girl, I know that your daddy's straight. But chill with me, I'll show you who your daddy is. Imagine tan skin and exotic. And they belly dance for me, they all about it. Regardless of the age, face, or races. I holler at all girls from all places. Italian, Albanian, Sicilian, Brazilian, French, Dutch, Caribbean. But the Indian girls, they feisty. You lick them in the right spot, they spicy. That red dot on you, looking hot, mama. That gon' do what you do. And I don't even know what she's saying to me, but I think mommy wanna be playing with me. Don't matter what your height is or weight is, all colors, all shapes, all faces. Whether she young or she old with a facelift, all broads, all broads, I ain't racist. Now who the mommies that be naughty and rowdy the way they rocking their body up on your boy and they calling me poppy? Uh-huh. I start with K on that's bonita, I'm single. Yeah. Next day in the bedroom screaming in different lingo. Yeah, yeah my Latina chicks uh-huh. after the party, you know who I'm leaving with? I'm beating it. Now they in love with this red old ride on your boy, my swing, that's some rare road. But can't nobody shake a black chick, a black chick, stacked and packed with fluff like a mattress. Uh-huh. I'm talking all from all from average. Booty looking like an adapter, scrapping. Girls can't, girls can't keep up, but my black girls can't get enough. So if she's still, if she's still, she's still moaning, Mr. Energizer Bunny gon' keep going. And I don't even know what she's saying to me, but I think mommy wanna be playing with me. Don't matter what your height is or weight is, all colors, all shapes, all faces. Whether she young or she old with a facelift, all broads, all I ain't racist. Joe remix. Now what you know about the Asian persuasion? Yeah. Chinese, Japanese, tied to Laotian. I remember this one that I took home. She woke your boy up in the morning with good dome like, Hey baby, skip all the kung fu. Go low, let me see what your tongue do. A couple shotties of the sake, she a freak. So I, with the power of the, power of the chi, I like the white girls too. Cause the white girls do. Whatever I want, whenever I want to. And if they got a man, I don't worry about they do. Cause the day with Pelé, they bound to break rules. They say I'm way cool cause the things Pelé do. Tasty baby, if you got a friend, I'll take two. The white girls told me anything is possible. I got love to the girl. Around the globe. And I don't even know what she's saying to me, but I think mommy wanna be playing with me. Don't matter what your height is or weight is, all colors, all shapes, all faces. Whether she young or she old with a facelift, all bronze, all bronze, I ain't racist. And I don't even know what she's saying to me But I think 
mommy wanna be playing with me Don't matter what your height is or weight is All colors, all shapes, all faces Whether she young or she old with a facelift All broads, all broads, I ain't